that's what it says here on the station talkradio.nyc professional serving community it's your boy the nonprofit sector connector coming at you as i do each friday morning to bring you a new installment of philanthropy and focus and uh this is a special day for a lot of reasons uh it's actually the 70th episode of a thing that was just an idea and um Wow, I didn't expect to get emotional when I said that. It's a big deal. I, I came up with this idea, um, not about me, right? It's not. It's about the, the messaging. But it, I came up with this idea because I wanted to become a platform for nonprofits to come on and tell their story, for the leaders of nonprofits to come on and tell their story. And as I like to say cutely, amplify their message. That's what I'm trying to do is get the message out, get the word out. So 70 times we've done this on a you know, I'm, I'm a sales guy at heart. So on a quota of, I don't know, 2,500, you know, I figured that's how many I could do before, uh, before I move on. So it's a special day. It's a special day because actually, if you're watching on Facebook, I just went down and put on the wooden beads I wear on the weekends. And I, sometimes I'm, I'm known to wear kukui nuts that, that come from Hawaii uh, because on a weekend, your boy doesn't look like a shirt and tie kind of guy. You know, he kind of mellows out, lets his hair down literally and I'm talking third person, I heard, I heard it, <laughs> but I let my hair down a bit, Hawaiian shirts and the whole deal, and and one of my kids, actually, my oldest always says, uh, do you think he can button a couple more of those buttons on that shirt, it, like, you have, like, only, like, two buttons buttoned, and I'm like, listen, man, um, it's, it's mellow time, it's the weekend, and I do that purposely to remind myself that it is time to chill out, but today, today when I saw my, my guest on the show, Deb, when she showed up in the Zoom box here, I was like, I got to go downstairs and get my beads because it's only appropriate for the way she's decked out in this whole namaste-esque yoga gear situation. I, you know what I say? I say namaste in the attic because I think that's a funny joke. <laughs> so every single week we do two things, tell stories and amplify message for nonprofits. Episode number 70, like I said, pretty exciting stuff. It's also... Uh, right before we break into Memorial Day weekend, and Deb and I are going to share a special moment towards the end of this program to reflect and and uh, and um, recognize the importance of what Memorial Day weekend is really all about. And uh, it's funny because I decided for the month of July, it's not July, everybody, it's May 27th, but I decided for the month of July, all the organizations that come off philanthropy and focus will be related to serving veterans. Use that word importantly, serving veterans. Veterans have served us, have served their country, our country, and have done incredible work. And really, it's a matter of us doing the right thing by these individuals, men and women who have uh, who, who've just done that, just served this country. So it's funny, but this happened that we connected prior to like me even coming up with that idea. And this is a great way to kick it off. It's like, let's, and and you just reminded me that you chose this date specifically. First of all, let me get you in the conversation. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, and thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here and, and be able to share the story, share our mission. But Tommy, I'm very grateful to you for all that you do and recognize you, the great work that you do by promoting organizations that, that do the fine service. So thank you. Well, you're welcome, and thank you. And I used to like push that stuff off and poo-poo it and be like, oh, no, it's not about me, man. I'm just a guy in an attic. But you know what? Thank you for the, your gratitude. Uh, I'm thanking you for thanking me. Let's all hug. But like, it's that kind of thing. Yay, I miss hugging, man. But I, I actually, you know, um, I'll tell you, it's, it's, 
this has become my mission, honestly, and it, it's become super important to me to get out and tell these stories. Deb actually represents an organization called Veterans Yoga Project, which we're going to dive into shortly. Um, the, you know, 22 veterans is the number, and I did a video about this last week. You know, 22 veterans commit suicide, we're told statistically each day, which is tragic, and I did a whole video about it, kind of promoting what we're going to do in July. And I guess that's a result of not finding any other place to go and being in so much pain and not being able to address that pain and not being able to get the support they need or just find that there's no other way or there's no other way out to get help and, and feel better. And any individual who takes their own life is a tragic situation. Um, but certainly it's our heroes who come back and, and end up taking their own life that is an absolute tragedy and because i i'm in jeopardy of getting all emotional starting to cry i'm going to start stop this this line of of discussion real quick for a second and let's really dive right into our conversation together so deb i'm going to reach i'm going to read a little bit about what i have prepared that you had sent over to me that we always get some notes ahead of time so Veterans Yoga Project is a grassroots educational and outreach organization dedicated to improving the health and well-being of military veterans. So working in partnership with veterans, active duty military personnel, student veterans organizations, and other nonprofit organizations, VYP trained instructors teach over 100 free yoga classes each week for veterans and their families. By providing support to all veterans, whether they are currently struggling with severe symptoms or they have focused on increasing resilience and giving back to others, the Veterans Yoga Project is doing its part to serve those who have served, to serve those who have served. Deb, let's, we're, we're in my attic. You're in your attic, which I thought was so cute. I said, where are you? That looks like an attic right now. We're in the attic. We're, we're in, in the attic, the yoga it, room. I wonder if that should be a requirement. It might be difficult if I made every one of my guests do the show from their attic. So I don't know. We'll see. Tell me about this program. I know there's an incredible why that drew you to this work. I don't need to, to read three or four paragraphs about your background. I want you to tell your story. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's take it away. Well, you know, I, I want to start with the organization itself. Our founder and director is Dr. Dan Libby, who's a clinical psychologist. And he was working up in the New Haven VA back in 2010, 2011, and working with veterans. And, want, and he started bringing in some of these breathing practices and tools into the practice until at one point he had a veteran show up after a session with him saying, you know what, doc, last night I didn't need my pain meds. I didn't need my pain meds to go to sleep. And it was sort of like this light went off and he's like, wow, there's a correlation here. And that was really the inception, this idea by getting a veteran respond to say, you know, those breathing exercises that you were teaching us, it really helped me. And that's how it sort of started. So um, Veteran Yoga Project started in 2011, small nonprofit. And um, Dr. Dan Libby just started teaching these tools. And we, we really break it down to these five tools we call mindful resilience. And it's really about learning to breathe a little easier focus your mind a little clearer, move a little freer in your body, learn how to rest a little deeper, and remember what is working in your lives with an attitude of gratitude. So those are the five tools that are all about mindful resilience, which will continue to resonate 
throughout our discussion today, because you're going to hear me refer to it um, often. We call it mindful resilience. Um, Using those yoga terms, sometimes with the veteran community, you know, people to have ideas about yoga years ago. Today, it's so much. I, I think we've evolved past a lot of that, right? Like it's, you, you know, yoga is kind of cool, right? Like not like I think it's, but, but I think, you know, mindfulness is is cool. And it's like, it's not just, you know, for, and, and I'm one of you all, so don't get mad at me. It's not just for like, you know, the granola tree huggers, right? It's like, you know business, right? I, I wanted to be silly because I know I probably heard a lot of people right there. I'm, I'm just breaking your chops, everybody. I'm just kidding. No, I'm the cr- crunchy granola lady. You, you, you know what I'm talking According to the veterans. They call me, oh, there's the crunchy granola lady. So no, that's- so, hey, listen, man, granola is delicious. So I don't know what anybody's talking about about that. But but with that, like, you know, I, I just to focus in mental health as a thing, like, and as a conversation and you know, yoga, look, I'm, I'm only 44 years old, but I, I, I meditate actually, to tell you the truth, I don't think I've actually done a yoga class. So, but I, I definitely meditate transcendental meditation, the whole thing. I do flotation therapy. So I, this is like my, my frequency. Um, in fact, I, Deb, I got to come up to your attic and, and do a, you know, a, a yoga session. Absolutely. You're welcome. Anytime we're, right. we're on, you're on. From my attic to yours. That's just a song. I just made that up. So, so like it, it it's not like uh i guess the, the 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 walls are kind of broken down as far as like you know yoga is not something we should play around with right talk to us about that. right so it took us a lot of years to really start to develop the the program once we got the program up off the ground it was really trying to find out how are we going to get this program to the veterans because Veterans are just not going to walk into yoga studios, right? It's not the first place they're going to go. So we really needed to create relationships and build partnerships. And working with the VA was really the place to go. That's where the veterans go. You Mm -hmm. can go where the veterans are. And throughout the years, we've been able to cultivate relationships with various VAs all throughout the country. So we are a national organization. We're even international. We have representation in Germany as well as Canada. So uh, our, our teachers are um, very well trained in mindful resilience tools. And um, what's important about that are our teachers are not only yoga instructors, but they are trauma-informed teachers. And that's what sort of makes the difference when we work with the veteran population so that they're not only um, trained with trauma-informed training, but they are also taught to bridge an emphasis on bridging the military civilian divide and we work with very intentional instruction so that we work with these individuals who are impacted with military service related trauma so what what does that mean bridging that divide that that military civilian divide so our teachers when they go through our training we actually have we have discussions about military culture And we also um, are very specific about how we go about teaching. Um, One of the the first guiding principles we have is as support precedes action. And um, in life, you need to be, you need to have that support. So whether, you know, and we do that on the physical level, I try to connect the body to physical support. So, you know, get your feet on the ground, feel the earth beneath you, feel stable. I mean, when life is, throwing lemons at you and your trauma is bad you feel like you're way up somewhere here but if you can just get both feet on the ground 
feel this, the earth beneath you and make that connection, that's the start. So support precedes action. Those, those are very important tools. So our teachers learn these tools and we take those tools to try to work with the military and understand their culture because we don't use, for instance, you said specifically what is bridging. Um, typically we use all English. We don't go into using these Adamuka Shavasana terms. That's right. weird. That's kind of weird and crunchy granola stuff. Right, 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 right. Yeah, let's break like so a friend of mine, Michael Leibowitz says, let's reduce the friction. So let's reduce the friction, right? Like why make it more difficult for folks to get engaged with what we're doing, right? Like, yes, there's there's ritual to the whole thing, but let's make it easily accessible, right? I think that's what you're saying. Yes, yeah. accessible to all. Accessible to all. All right, this is pretty cool. We just kind of came to a little break there in our conversation, which is good because we got to come to a little break here on the show. When we come back, I know there's an important why for you, why this, is, this works specifically to the military is important. I see you smiling already. Guys, we'll be back in 90 seconds. This is Philanthropy in Focus. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. All right. So every Friday morning, I leave the kitchen with some coffee and some water. And I go up two flights of stairs to my attic. That's right. Tommy D is in the attic. Cuts through that static, everybody, because we got another leader here. Deb Jeanette is here from Veterans Yoga Project. She is the chair of the board here out on Long Island, regional director. There's five regions around the country. We'll talk about that. But what I really want to do, Deb, is 
let's talk about what drew you to this organization specifically. I mean, your practice of yoga goes back for, for a long time, right? Tell us about that and tell us how you found the organization and why the military is so important to you. Well, let me um, start by saying, you know, being of service to our community is just being a good citizen on this planet Earth, right? This is something I think that um, is instilled in you, right? And just to live harmoniously, we just need to be supportive and helpful to all people, to all creatures, to all plant life that share this earth with us. And so while being of service is part of just being that good citizen of the world, it also feels good to help others, right? <laughs> That's it. Look, I got to tell you, I got to cut in there because, of course, like, I mean, as much as I like, I do things selflessly. Like I do it because it makes me feel really good too. So sorry, there's there's a there's a secret. Yeah. There it is, guys. <laughs> I know. It's so so when we do sometimes when we do something for others in service, um, without any expectation for anything in return, we're also turning our actions into offerings, right? And um I grew up um in a Catholic family, went to all Catholic schools and all. And um, Mother Teresa was uh, a really important role model. And something she said, she said, give your hands to serve and your heart to love, right? And that is something um, that resonates for me. And I think that when you talk to people about yoga, what brought them to yoga it usually is when you're in a difficult time in your life, when mm -hmm. something happens in your life and things are like the, the, the wheels on the bus are falling off. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you find it. And that's, I found yoga at a time in my life, a difficult time, divorce, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's where I found it. And that became, it gave me stability. It gave me what I needed to get my life back on track. So I understood the value of these tools and how it helps. But, um, what happened was, you know, when I came to a point in my career after 35 years in the um, supply chain industry and I was teaching yoga, I just felt like I wanted to do something else. And um, I took a trip to India, spent, you know, a month in India with my teachers and in, in, on a very big um, event called the Kumbh Mela, which was amazing. But it was that transformation of literally the pilgrimage that changed things in direction of my wow. life where you go and you seek prayer and say, what am I going to do next? And um, when I uh, came back home, I ran across our director, Dr. Dan Libby. And I was like, I, Veteran Yoga Project, this resonates for me. And the reason why it resonates for me is that um, I have a son, uh, Major Terrence Leach, and he... Uh, is uh, in the Marines and he's a helicopter pilot and he had multiple tours in Afghanistan all over the world mm -hmm. and I knew that the tools of what we teach helped me to deal with the stress and the anxieties of having a loved one in the military and so I could put it in the hands to that greater being, mm -hmm. which is what I did. Mm -hmm. But then I had these tools of breathing, moving, practicing meditation, all of that helped me. So I knew that, that I could help other people with these tools. 
So um, I say that my why, my why is about extending my hand in service to others. So if it's within my power to share these tools of yoga, to be able to channel kindness, compassion, caring through, through teaching, through veteran yoga projects, mindful resilience programming to those who need it most, especially this veteran community. And because they, there are people there that need these practices. This is, this is, there's, there's value in what we're doing to these people. And it's, it's an honor for me. Every time I stand in front of a class of veterans, I am so honored and it has become my passion and it gives my life joy. Yeah. So I, I choose joy. I dig that. It, and that is a choice we get to make every day, isn't it? Right. Like, you know, I remember a long time ago, I worked for a company called ADP. I was a payroll salesman and I was like a, like angry young man. Like I was like a, you know, cranky and whatnot in my twenties. And, and there was one dude who worked with always, always was smiling. Like, like, why is that dude? And I'm always, I was always me. I was always Tommy D, but just like, you know, maybe a bit of a crankier version than people know now. Right. Like more like sometimes a hothead and cranky and whatnot. Right. I think we all mellow out at some point in our lives, you know, and I've certainly gotten to this point myself. Um, <laughs> and people who only know me now go, this is the mellow version. How, huh? like, what, what was it like before? But this dude, Gary, was always like every morning coming to the office, he just always jazz and always happy. But you know what? He made that decision. And sometimes it would be like, and maybe part of the reason was I drank a lot in those days. And maybe I was hung over a lot of days. And maybe that's why I was so cranky all the time. But, um, you know, this guy, he was always smiling every day. And he made that choice, though. And you just said, I choose joy. And like, we have this limited amount of time. And I, I, I look, the guy from um, Depeche Mode died yesterday at 60 years old. Ray Liotta just died at 67 years old. And I'm 44. And I did a presentation for my cohort last night uh, on my leadership journey with the Institute for Nonprofit Practice. And I always come on this show and I say, I'm going to be here another 50 years. And that's 2,500 episodes. I sort of said it this morning. Maybe. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. I, and obviously, Deb, we know, you and I, we all know that we don't know. right? We don't know when that day is going to come. We're not guaranteed anything. I mean, we got this, you and I have this moment together and we got to choose to do, make impact, do what we can when we're here. Um, so it's about that choice. It's about that choice to, to be joyful, to smile. I mean, and not to go to the tragic events of this week, but they seem to be too often this event that just happened down in Texas and, and the event last week in, in Buffalo. Uh, I mean, this is, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy world and we need to choose joy and we need to hug those around us and we need to support those people. So the fact that you get to stand in front of a room full of men and women who need this type of support and that fires you up and helps and supports them and fires them up. And there, I can't, I mean, like I missed, so I know you had an event this week because I got an email about it. And I'm under the weather in case anybody can't tell from my, my scratchy voice, but I could not attend the event that you did this week. Eileen Shanahan from the Warrior Ranch uh, Foundation will be on the show during that month of July, during that block. Excited, yeah. yeah, so I knew you were going to be out there. And I, I don't know, I was going to say ironically, but over the weekend, um, um, I stepped, I had stopped out in Southhold. My cousin is getting married. So they had a, you know, kind of a thing where the guys got together for him, the whole deal. And on my way back, I'm coming through Calverton. I had no idea I was going to pass by Warrior Ranch. 
and I did. And what's funny about that is a couple things. Excuse me. What's funny about that is I sit on a board of horse ability out on campus SUNY Old Westbury. And there's a guy named Robbie who works out there. So about four weeks ago, I'm, I'm visiting horse ability with a friend of mine from Little Flower and doing nonprofit sector connector like stuff and bringing people together and saying, we should do this, we should collaborate. Robbie grabs me and he goes, oh, I see all the stuff you're doing. He goes, you should check out Warrior Ranch, right? So the next, that night, that Friday, it's a Friday when I'm at horse ability, I go over to, they're having a cornhole tournament at the American Legion here in my neighborhood where I live. And I start to talk to some of the, the members of the Legion. And I will tell you, um, the average age of the members of the Legion is like 80. Like, I, I mean, I ended up helping these guys a couple of weeks later doing something. They were hanging up some um, some flags commemorating um, uh, military folks, veterans. And they told me, they said, Tommy, I was helping them put the chairs away. They're like, what, what do you, um, if you're around tomorrow, we're raising a flag here, the SAR flag suicide and remembrance flag long story i'll try it somebody said i said long story short before in my life and my friend mike used to say tommy d you can make a long story short if you wanted to so i'm obviously in three different stories right now deb so i promise you're going to get to talk again but but i go ahead and i i go to this flag raising so robbie tells me about warrior ranch friday afternoon these guys tell me about the flag raising friday night i'm standing at the flag raising on saturday and I look to my left, and it's Eileen Shanahan from Warrior Ranch. And I go, oh, my God. Like, I'm supposed to meet you. And none of this, like, Deb, people like you and me, of course. Of course that happened. Because that's the, that's the connections. That's the universal consciousness. That's the universe. That's all this, right? If you subscribe to that being God, then that's God, everybody. Whatever. But that's the deal. It was all meant to be. So long short is I knew you were doing an event out there on Wednesday, but I missed it. But I did take a couple of pictures of me being out there in front of that, in front of their sign. And a woman came out to me. It turns out it's Sunday morning. It's like eight 30 in the morning. I'm driving back from, uh, from Southhold. And this woman comes out, she goes, can I help you? I said, no, not really. I, here's who I am. And uh, she goes, I'm the treasurer. I'm never here, but let me give you some brochures. So this is just like, again, the universe telling me, Tommy D you're doing this thing. This is uh, you're right on with what you're doing. Like, why did I make that turn? Because I didn't know where I was going, right? I just kind of was floating back. It was Sunday morning. It didn't matter, you know, and I see these things. In yoga, we call that divine intervention. Divine intervention, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You were meant to, you were meant to be there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's amazing. It's just special. Amazing. It's special. So tell me about that event, if you could, real quick. If, yeah, if you that was great. We, you know what? Um, it, it was wonderful to have a day of wellness. This was in promotion of day of wellness and um, coming out starting the morning with a nice yoga practice. And I had a, I had a veteran who'd never done yoga ever before. So that was awesome, giving it a chance. And then afterwards we were able to go to these gentle giant creatures, these equine therapy. And there's just something amazing about being able to, you know, they're, they're, they're so sensitive to your, they, they pick up on your emotions and it was just a lovely day. So I was honored to be able to be part of that event. Horses are absolutely incredible, and um, I would love to plan a day, you know, not to take away from um, Eileen's organization by any means, but just for folks that might be closer uh, into Nassau County, we could do something at Horse Ability. I mean, Katie McGowan, who's the founder, is a very close friend of mine, and I'm sure I take chances in life, 
and I'm going to take a chance and just say, we'd love to do something and then I'll go make it happen behind the scenes. But it'd be really, really fun to do that. You know, you just tell me when absolutely that's awesome. That that is so good. I just shared the warrior ranch foundation link, a couple shout outs. we got a bunch of folks checking in. Mick Collins always looking out, putting up the uh, information on social media for us. There's also somebody else before we take a break, Sandy, Jaranek, McGill, um, big words here. McGillivray. McGillivray. She says, you look great, Deb. Woohoo! So that's what she said. So I had to, I had to quote her there. That's my New York State director. So, you know, we were- Shout out, Sandy. What up? What's going on, Sandy? I look forward to connecting with you. Let your boy, Tommy D, know how I can help out. I will tell you this, Sandy and, and Deb, obviously. Um, well, this is the obvious part. I'm speaking to you both. But the other part is my dad owns a Ralph's Italian Ices. If you have an event coming up on the state level, anywhere local, whatever, let's hook up. Let's get some ices out. And uh, hey, Sandy. Um, and then, um, you know, I'd love to do that. There's actually, there's so much here. There's a lot to talk about. We got to do like a whole, like a bunch of us folks meet in a Zoom room, if not a real room. Maybe we just go to Horseability. But I'll bring a bunch of the organizations in the veteran space together because I love the connection piece and, and bringing it together. So very cool. All right. Speaking of uh, bringing it together, get it together, Tommy D. Take a break so Dylan doesn't get in any trouble. And we will be back in 90 seconds. Thanks. Howdy. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. your boy, your pal, the nonprofit sector connector guy. All right. So shout out again to a friend, Lara Foyce, who's checking in. Lara on Facebook. Lara, we know each other for a hundred years through Bourbon Street and everything like that. And, you know, Deb texted me this morning. She's like, you know, my niece or something, right? Like, didn't she's my goddaughter too. Goddaughter. Oh my God. How, like, this just happened to me yesterday with, with a, a friend. She goes, um, 
she was talking about this national networking group we run called the networking group TNG. And she had come as a guest and she goes, Oh my God, Tommy D. She goes, I was telling my sister about you. She goes, you know, each other. I go, all right. I know a lot of people. She goes, no, Corey. I go, yeah, I know her. She worked blah, 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 the whole thing. And it's like, that's long Island, but that's just like, that's just people, man. We're so, but like, again, going back to a frequency that I think you and I are, are similarly on, it's like, we're all connected and it's the music right before our show comes on too. It's like, we're all connected. You know, if you go to some quantum level and I'm about to get way, way above my, my understanding of things, but like, it's cellular, right? Like we're all connected. We're just, right. Isn't that really what it is? So why should we be surprised? Like I always say, you know, people go, it's a small world. And I go, yeah, my, my world gets smaller as soon as I open my mouth because we start talking and realizing how interconnected we all are in different aspects of our life, you know? And when you go into, when you talk to my yoga teacher, my yoga therapist training that I went through, even in the physical body, everything is so connected. And that's the power of what we're doing with Veterans Yoga Project, that we're working with the connections of the mind from a top down and the bottoms up approach to bring these tools that really benefit the veterans and their families and makes a difference. What, what do you mean? So talk to me about the families, because, you know, you, I understand, I, I shouldn't say I understand. I'm aware of the fact that these veterans, uh, that veterans have uh, PTSD and different challenges and need the support, but talk to me about their families and, and what you're providing for them. Well, I'll tell you this story. You know, when my son um, decided on a military choice and career, um, a lot of it had to do with my family. Mm. As a matter of fact, it was Lara's father, mm-hmm. my brother-in-law. I called my brother, Frank, who's my big brother, Frank. He was a Korean veteran. Right. He served in the Korean war. And he used to tell the stories to my son about what the war was like. And my son used to hear the stories. My, my father was world war two, but he was not around to meet my father. So okay. he had, you know, uncle Frank was, was his mentor told yeah. him the stories about the war and my son got engaged with these stories and felt like this is something. And then when uh, he was in high school, of course, 9-11 happened. Mm. And there was another reason why choosing a life in the military career was his decision. And I say to him, Terry, you were commissioned to go into the Marines, but me as your mother, I got drafted. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't make this choice, but I'm there to support you, whatever so, your decision. So let me ask you something. And, and if you if we don't want to go this way, we don't have to. I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, but I just. I, I wonder when a parent gets that, that that gets informed that their child wants to do this. Is there um, either with you or other experiences that you've heard about? Is it like trying to convince them not to do that? You know, and it's like try to talk. It doesn't sound like Major Terrence Leach was going to be talked out of it. Oh, and I know nothing about this man, although I do look forward to meeting him, but um, uncle Frank was in his ear for a long time about it. So, and then, like you said, September 11th happens is all that, that patriotism that around that. So whether you could have, or you couldn't have, did you, is that even a thing a, a parent thinks about? Well, per- parent thinks about it, but we do know when we try to talk our kids out of doing anything, they're going to, they're going to do the opposite. Do no, it, right? I have four children. I'm well aware of this. I don't even know why. I don't know why I asked you that question. I- <laughs> I'm like, Hello. So um, I knew, um, and I was a single parent, you know, at that time, raising two kids on my own. 
totally on my own. And so I didn't have a lot of support, um, you know, except the support of my family around me. And, um, and he wanted to be a pilot. My son, when five years old of age, you'd ask him, Terry, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a pilot. At five. At five. Yeah. I sort of laugh. I looked at a photo I had of him at a year old. One of his first presents at a year's birthday was the Fisher Price airplane. No kidding. Oh, it's that. So you set this in motion. You, I, you know, know. I, I blame me. It was Who was that? Uncle Frank? Maybe Uncle Frank bought him that plane. <laughs> Could have been. But I'm going to tell you something. And I will share this during the break. I'll share a photo because we were talking before we came on the show. And it's actually CH-53s. Is that, do I have that right? Yeah. Like, this is like bad ass. And I don't always curse on the show, but sometimes I do for effect. But like, holy cow, what Terry is flying these things. I mean, it's, it was like, I'll show you all during the break, but you probably Googled it by now if you haven't, CH-53s. And it's like, it, there was a helicopter that's carrying a Humvee and the Humvee looks like like a matchbox car. And it, like, it's being carried, it's insane. Like, holy cow, no wonder he wanted to fly that thing. Yeah, so that was his, you know, he always had that in his heart, what he wanted to do, his mind, and he did it, you know, and, and I'm so proud of that. So families get involved. There's, you know, there's no doubt about it. The families are drawn in in support of their, in support of what their children's lives decisions are. And um, what happens is that the practices that we offer, we offer these practices, um, these classes that we offer on um, to family members as well. So there are many uh, husbands and wives that need this type of support. And, um, you know, Actually, when you look at the statistics of who we served, it, we, we just released our 2021 annual report. So I'm going to quote some numbers for you. Um, but, you know, uh, we had over 17,000 encounters last year alone. And then encounters every time uh, someone shows up to one of our classes, either whether they're a veteran, a mili- active duty military or a family member um, or even healthcare workers. Mm. And uh, 16% of our audience are the family members. So they are there. They, they find the benefit of, yeah. of our practices. Do they, do they sometimes come as a family unit? Like, is that, it has that yes. proof effect? Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know, you get a husband and wife. I've had come to practices, husband and wife. Um, and that's, and you know, that's very powerful because uh, I'm teaching currently right now in uh, Babylon at the um, American Legion post 94. And um most of the uh, attendees, I have, a, I have at least five couples that uh-huh. participate. And again, you were talking about age. You know, the demographics of veterans on Long Island tend to be older um, because it's just the demographics here. And um, but the but coming together is great because that really inspires each other to go together. It's sort of like yeah. having your buddy to go work out. You have someone, but they they don't they all benefit from it. I think that's I, I think that's so important to realize that it is there is this uh, ripple effect in in a challenging way that it affects others outside of the individual. Obviously, I mean maybe maybe that's just so obvious to everybody, but I think it's important we we say it that that, that the families are affected by this. Um, I want to because we're going to do something different when we come back from a break soon. So I want to do something I usually do towards the end of the show, but I want to bring it up now. 
what does the organization need? What's upcoming? What are there specific events we should we should point to that or are there specific relationships or connections, even just, you know, specifically here on Long Island, because that's where we are. Well, yes, of course. There's always, as you know, as a nonprofit, our our focus is to raise um, much needed funding for our, to support our programs. That's without a doubt. Um, starting Memorial Day, we will be um, we will be having what we call our light a candle ceremony. But that ceremony then is followed with month of June is PTSD Awareness Month, and I'll invite everybody here to please tune into. Um, go to our website, we're gonna be doing weekly classes and we're trying to raise awareness in the communities um, about PTSD. So there'll be certain webinars every week and classes that you can attend. And then of course, um, we're looking for much needed support of our programs. So let me stop you one quick, hold that thought one second. Should should we be sending folks to veteransyogaproject.org or is there a specific like, website and then look up events and they'll see that you know light a candle will be something that's happening on this monday we'll be holding vigils invite everyone to participate in a vigil and which we will talk about good um, so one more thing and then i'm going to let you take it away again so it's veterans yoga project.org.org mccollins always helping me out throwing it out there on facebook for you all but if you're not on facebook veterans yoga project.org okay thanks deb so um, we will be doing a, an event on Long Island to raise awareness in our local community. We're going to have what they call, here we go, you want to see little ducks. We're going to have a duck derby on Babylon in uh, the village of Babylon. So there'll, there'll be information on that on our website. So that'll be what we're doing locally to raise Hold on. You don't, get to, you don't get to put a paper plate with little rubber ducks on it not explain what's going on what do you mean you have any, do you know what a duck derby is i don't that's why i'm saying so actually so duck derbies these are you're gonna go to adopt a duck right you can adapt a duckling and or you one duckling a lonely duckling or you can adopt a quack pack or <laughs> or a family pack or i think I, I think i already got a quack pack i, I got four kids you do have your own quack pack, that's right. So, uh, and we're good, or a brood of ducks. And okay. of course, each duckling has a value. And when you, and then what happens is that we, when we have the race, we're gonna, there'll be bigger ducklings than these. These are just little, uh, little samples. We're going to, uh, in the village of Babylon, we will be having a duck derby where they all will be numbered. Uh-huh. And then you each are assigned a number. And then we're going to literally dump them all at once into the lake. And the first one to cross the line is going to win prizes. Wait, so, so how do they, what makes them go? Well, probably if the current, there will be a natural current. If yeah. the current is not, uh, if the current is not there, we're going to have a fan just to help a lot. <laughs> wait, we, wait, we, wait, wait. All right. When is this event? June 25th. Saturday, I don't Saturday morning, June twenty fifth, from ten to twelve. I don't. I, did, I, I don't think I could live with myself if I miss it. Like I'd be no, very. You're gonna bring your kids. I, I do. Have, how many? How many people you expect out there? Well, I hope to get a couple hundred, but let's hope. But let's well, see. if you want, if you want, no, it's not mandatory. Well, nothing's mandatory, I guess. But if you want me to donate Italian ices from my dad, I'd be happy to do that if it'll help the. Again, you let's tell me. About that. You That's tell me awesome. if it's a fit. 
Um, yeah. if that's a good thing. All right, so we are going to take a quick break. The Duck Derby is June 25th out in Babylon Village. I love how you prepared with the paper plate of ducks. <laughs> <laughs> with stars and stripes. Yeah, with stars and stripes. Pa- paper plate. Oh, my God. You're so on brand. So good. So good. All right. We got to take one more quick break. When we come back, we're going to do we're going to have a special moment that you wanted to share with everybody. So we'll do that. And then uh, we'll we'll wrap the show after that. But this is Philanthropy in Focus. Deb Jeanette is here from the Veterans Yoga Project and your boy Tommy D is here. Dylan's going to take us to a break now. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Calling all pet lovers... Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Cut through the static. Tell you every single Friday morning, cut through the static, join Tommy in his attic. Listen, with a little raspy voice, it sounds even better. Uh, Maybe, I don't know, maybe it doesn't sound great to you guys, but the way my ears are positioned close to my face, I hear that that melodic Tommy D singing, and it's just, it's incredible. Deb, I want to thank you for a lot of things. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for being friends with me. I want to thank you, especially because you've checked in on me knowing I've been under the weather You've been checking in on me throughout the week, and I appreciate that. You know what? The show must go on. This is an important situation. This is my mission. Um, but I will tell you, um, the thoughtfulness a couple times this week where you reached out, even again this morning, it, it was uh, it was so special. So thank you for that. Thank you for your friendship. Um, Mick Collins says, I'm sounding like a boss. All right. I'll take that, Mick Collins. All right. Now a little badass Tommy D. Stop cursing, Tommy. Stop it. It's a family show. So... There was something you wanted to do. There's something you want to share with everybody. And 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 you even had some background story, you know, relative to it, it being Memorial Day weekend. So why don't you take it away? Yeah, I would just love to, you know, I know the impact sometimes is hearing what we're doing and why it makes a difference. And so our teachers are out there reaching out and you never know whose life or heart you're going to touch, right? You never know what you're doing is going to make that difference. And um, I happen to 
had the honor to teach veterans prior to COVID in person. Okay, COVID's different, but this is going back prior to COVID. I teach up at the Northport VA, and one of the programs that I teach there was a 28-day substance abuse program. Mm -hmm. So these guys are in 28 days. They are, you know, this is kind of like you got to really get your act together. This is, you got, you know, to make it happen. Yeah. The first off, they're forced to take yoga, which is the worst thing because most people hate to be forced to do anything. So you get a lot of body language like this, like, you know, I don't want to really be yeah. doing this. And I just show up and say, listen, you don't have to do anything but breathe with me. Just sit there and breathe. But um, throughout the years, I've been doing this since 2015. So I've had a lot of encounters with a lot of veterans. And I was one day in the lunch hall and this veteran comes up to me and he looks at me and he goes, I don't know if you remember me, but I remember you. Mm. You saved my life. Oh my God. And I looked at him and I looked, I said, no, you saved your life. I gave you some tools mm. that helped you along your journey. Well, I was blown away. And what happened was after he finished the program, he decided to take advantage of the GI Bill. He went back to school. He started doing the practices. He told me he was doing the practices. It really helped him. He didn't love the meditation. He loved that, the relaxation practices. And he, and the VA turned around and wound up hiring him at the end, which is- He went back to school to, to learn how to, to be a well, teacher? you know, just to get his degree. And then oh, the, okay. the VA hired him. So that was, that was wonderful. They gave him the support he needed. And, you know, it doesn't happen to everybody, but it just worked out for yeah. him. Six months later, eight months later, I'm walking down the hallway in the VA and the same guy is walking at me. Mm. He looks like you today. He had a white shirt and a tie on and mm. I looked at him. And I said, wow, you clean up nicely. He's, he says, you know, I got promoted oh, wow. to my office. He led me by my hand to his office. Oh, he man. showed me his desk. He showed me what he's doing. He's now a manager. And this is what he was doing. So it was so powerful. Yeah. And, you know, as I said, we had 17,000 encounters last year. Eight out of 10 encounters report a reduction in pain, a reduction in stress. So we do track this information. We use the information to, to, to provide to our supporters to know that it, you help us make the difference. Without you, without your mission support, we couldn't do this work. You know, uh, thank you for sharing that story because that is the impact of what you're doing. And I wrote eight of 10 reduction in pain and stress. I'm like, and I'm not going to get up on my soapbox, but I'm just going to say like, there's got to be more support behind this, more dollars behind this. I don't know if it's from government, municipality, whatever, like other agencies, but there's got to be, we could talk about it at another time, I guess. But I, I just feel like you're proving it out. 17,000 encounters and, and 80% of these are having real positive results. So I know we're going to run out of time soon. So I know there's a couple of things you wanted to, did you want to mention Memorial Day too? So yes, I'm going to invite you to do something maybe a little bit different, but I'm going to invite the audience to join me here. Um, as many of you know, this is Friday of Memorial Day weekend. Um, for many, it's the kickoff of the summer. It's the start of the barbecues, the pools opening and all of that. Um, but it's also remembering what Memorial Day signifies. So I am um, 
remembering those who died for our great nation. They sacrificed their lives in service to something greater than themselves. So we honor them when we embrace that spirit in our own lives and conduct what we uphold and values that our, na our nation cherishes. But we are also what I call the keepers of the flame, the flame that burns ever so brightly to represent the spirit, the spirit of America. So join us Monday, Memorial Day. We have an event called Light a Candle. But I'm going to invite you now. I have a little candle here. And um, I'm going to invite you to dedicate ourselves to keep alive the memories of those who no longer answer that bugler's call and to instill in others why we hold their memories sacred. We must never allow time to dim their sacrifice in defense of justice and freedom for all. So would you just please join me now in a moment of silence in the honor of those who made the ultimate sacrifice. Thank you. Thank you, Devin. Thank you. If you know of a veteran or a military member or a family member that could benefit from our mission, our programming, please do tell them about VYP. Send them up to our website. You can even have them reach out to me directly by email, deb at veteranjogaproject.org. I would be happy to help in any way I can. Um, your support means a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Deb, Jeanette. Thank you for uh, thank you for that special moment. And a lot is lost on a weekend like this. A lot is lost on the hot dogs and hamburgers and the fun and maybe the cold Budweisers and whatnot. And I think it's um oh my God, Terrence, Terrence just checked in on Facebook. Dylan, this might be one of those times we got to end the show early because the host is like an emotional wreck. I may be biased, he says. But I can tell you no one works harder for veterans than my mom and the Veterans Yoga Project. Veterans Yoga Project is an amazing organization. And I've personally benefited from their practices. Thank you for all you do for us. Thank you, Major Terrence Leach, for checking in on the show. Thank you for your service. Um, I hope to meet you someday, sir. Deb, thank you for being here. Um, I cried last night during my presentation at school, during my leadership journey presentation, and I started off the day the same way. And it's because we're supposed to be doing this stuff for each other. We're supposed to be supporting each other. We're supposed to be looking out for each other. And um, you run an incredible organization, and I know you don't do it you're on your own, but you make an incredible impact. And just the fact that that terrorist checks in right now and and we close the show like that i mean it's real big deal get it together tommy d i like to say um i do the show every week because i want to do two things i want to help nonprofits tell their story and amplify their message i want to thank a bunch of people for being here today for checking in with with us um mick collins who is a veteran mick thank you for your service brother um sandy and lara and all the other folks checking in and and terrence thank you I, I swear, bro, I can't, make, can't wait to meet you. Deb, Absolutely. I gave you a big hug when I saw you at the Long Island Imagine Awards. I can't give you one right now, so we'll do a virtual hug right now. Um, 
this show is special to me. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks for what you do. VeteransYogaProject.org. The duck race is on June 25th. So check that out. I will figure out a way to be there because with my kids, you got to, when there's a duck race, a duck derby, I got to be there. Um, Deb, one more, one last thing. Anything else you want to leave our friends with before we go? No, I mean, the most important things, if you know someone, veteran or military member, please send them up to veteranjogaproject.org. Um, Tommy, you know, thank you in this moment, except my unimaginable gratitude for your passion to support that nonprofit sector the way you do and for choosing BYP today to tell our story and our why. Thank you so much. My unimaginable gratitude to everyone out there who listens today. Thank you for your support. You know, it was without your support, we couldn't be doing this. So thank you. And then most of all, support to all the brave men and women who have served and continue to serve our great country. God bless you all and God bless America. Thank you, Deb Jeanette. God bless you. God bless America. Come back next week, everybody. We're going to do another show. We're going to have another guest. We're going to tell another story about a nonprofit. Luis De La Hose will be here from the statewide Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of New Jersey. Uh, that's a connection from my friend uh, Ralph Winter. We know each other through networking. It's all about networking. It's all about connecting. This show will be here as long as I can stand up inside of an attic. We will keep doing this show. Deb, I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. Thanks for everybody checking in. Make it a great day. Make it a great weekend. Happy Memorial Day. And find that moment this weekend to light a candle, whether it be in your mind or literally lighting a candle in memory of those we've lost who, who gave the absolute sacrifice of their lives for this country. Stay tuned. Steve Fry and Fred Taffer will be coming up on the SMB Guys show always Friday. Make it a great day. Thank you. Thank business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. on edge hey we live in challenging edgy times so let's lean in i'm sandra bargeman the host of the edge of every day which airs each monday at 7 p.m eastern time on talkradio.nyc tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges that's the edge of every day on mondays at 7 p.m eastern time on talkradio.nyc informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life 
Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 